You've heard me talk about Tacovas, the company carrying on all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. Well, longtime listener Jeremy emailed me to say, Zabe, I was on a work trip to Austin, knew about Tacovas from the podcast, stopped into the store. Next thing you know, I've got a damn good pair of boots and I'm looking sharp with a nice buzz to boot. Giddy up. Tacovas believes in Western for all. And you can feel that when you stop in one of their stores and get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. If you can't make it into the store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 at Tacovas.com. Just use promo code ZABE, that's promo code Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at checkout. It's a $30 value, and they sell out fast. Only at Tacovas.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10 piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. Go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. All right, before we get started, I want to tell people about the Bourbon and Brackets Woodford Reserve Barrel Pick Special Release Party we're going to have at Maddie's Bar and Grill in New Berlin, Wisconsin on Monday, March 13th. That is the day after Selection Sunday. From 5.30 to 7.30, come meet me, hang out, we'll talk brackets and bourbon. You'll get a chance to snag a limited bottle of this Woodford picked out by yours truly and a bunch of other bourbon nerds. You know, these barrel picks are cool. They are the best of the best single barrels in a bourbon uh, distiller's rickhouse. And if you're lucky enough to get a tasting for a barrel pick, then you will sort of go, hmm, this one's good, mm, this one not so much. You pick your favorite, they take the barrel, they bottle it up, they send it to you exclusively for your group or your establishment. It's hard to get, it's rare. And it's really cool. The barrel is then sold or distributed exclusively to the establishment like Maddie's, and away you go. Now, you can buy one of these bottles of Woodford Reserve that we picked out on pre-sale right now by going to maddiesbar.com and looking for the events page for this Bourbon and Brackets Monday After Selection Sunday event. If you don't get one online, pre-ordered, you can always come by the party, buy a barrel there, say hello to me. Talk brackets, talk college basketball, talk bourbon, have a great time. What else are you going to do on a Monday after Selection Sunday? If you're in the southeast Wisconsin area, the Milwaukee area, I will see you there on that Monday. Today on the Zabecast, it's Andy Poland, the guy I once derisively called Good Enough Andy. A man who knows more Redskins history than anybody. Somebody who loved Chinese food, Tiger Woods, and 60 Minutes on Sundays. And a guy who taught me the word Meshuggana. Your bonus, uncensored, 35-minute edition of the Zabecast is locked and loaded. So buckle up and let's go. Oh, here we go.
You know, like a toxic waste spill, cleaning up Dan Snyder, Andy, might be proving to be more difficult than we first thought. Wow. What a bombshell from Don Vanatta today on ESPN.com. Danny's just using the team like a personal piggy bank. Fuck the minority investors. Strong-arm Goodell into approving it. And now they're trying to unravel this aspect of it. Holy cow. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. Um, I, I, I would paraphrase Kurt Russell as Herb Brooks in Miracle when he said, his time is done. His it's time. <laughs> right. Their time is over. This yeah. is our time. Okay. Yeah. That said, I think this has now gotten exponentially more difficult. Don't you? Well, I I think what we have learned, uh, especially through the Don Van Natta report, and it ties into what the Washington Post had as well, is that he's got cash flow problems. And in a $20 billion a year business, uh, they can't have a guy like that, you know, busted open parking meters for for nickels. And that's what he's doing here with this $55 million secret loan that he kept from his partners so he could finance what looked like a lavish lifestyle and it is a lavish lifestyle but he can't afford it that's hard to believe uh that you can't get by with an nfl franchise that is pretty much the equivalent of a modern gold mine where you print money and it just spews out of the mouth of this gold mine but let me just go ahead and get the basics of the van atta story if you've not read it it's on espn.com don van atta one of the best investigative journalists currently in the sports game. Yeah. Pulitzer Prize winner. I mean, Pulitzer he's, he's, Prize winner. Right. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. done incredible deep dive pieces on any number of things. And Don Vanetta is must read TV. So basically it goes like this. Danny decides to go ahead and take out a line of credit or, you know, a home equity loan, if you will. Yeah. On the NFL franchise that he owns, the Commanders, the football team, the Redskins, whatever the fuck it was at the time. And he neglects to tell his minority partners. Mm -hmm. You with me? Yeah, I lost you for a second. Okay. He neglects to tell his minority partners, oh, by the way, I'm taking out a home equity loan for $55 million. Now, here's the hook. Here's the hitch. Here's the intriguing part. That loan has to be approved by the league and the commissioner. And Roger Goodell, the silver-haired spokesape for the NFL, approves it, not knowing or maybe not caring about whether Danny had run it by his minority partners. Whoops. Now we've got a problem. Somehow the minority partners found out, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. What the fuck? And probably precipitated them going, you know what? We want out of this business with you, clown, right? Well, I think it was more than that. I think it was uh, because they were uh, shortchanged on their dividend uh, at the end of the year, and Snyder had blamed it on the pandemic. Right. And and so they, they're looking around and going, well, you know, it looks like you got yours. Where's ours? And yeah. And that led to everything really unraveling from there, uh, which included the name change, which that included the buyout of the partners facilitated by Goodell, 
where they gave him a waiver on a loan of $450 million. Right. Partly because Goodell didn't want this to leak out, you know, that, that this, this Mishigas was going on. And, and they got him to take the money. They got him to sign a confidentiality agreement. And they thought they were going to skate on this until Don Vanetta started snooping around and, and right. found out all this information. Right. Now, um, what could he need the $55 million for? Paying off cheerleaders to stay quiet? Well, I mean, he, he does have cash flow problems in that, yes, you, you get all that money uh, from TV rights and media rights and so forth that covers your payroll and more. But, you know, he's got the uh, the stadium, which nobody goes to. He's got uh, other loans that he's got to keep up with. And so, you know, in order to, to have the plane uh, and to have um, – you know, uh, all the all the amenities that he had. They, they talked about him hosting a yacht party for some of the other owners, which <laughs> include Jerry Jones and Bob Kraft, you know, on his yacht in the south of France. All those things. I mean, it gets expensive. Right. And, and, and so he didn't have the, the actual cash to do that. And you say, well, you got a franchise that's worth six. How, How could he not? not have the cash to do so? Because you're only allowed to borrow a certain amount against the okay. value of the team. I get, I, get, I, get, I get it. How could he not have, like anyone, squirreled away his nuts, so to speak, so that he would have a pile of $100 million he could dip oh. into if he wanted to throw a $2 million party for the fellow owners to try to impress them with how big his dick is or how big his well, boat is? By the way, bought a bigger boat no less no. than three years ago. A bigger well, boat! Because because he's he's a, a small man in stature and small man in mind and, and and in his mind he goes well Jerry Jones bought a three hundred million dollar yacht I should have one too right. he bought multiple homes that cost you know upwards of fifty million dollars a piece I mean things get expensive after a while and and just because you know the the team gets a check for four hundred million dollars from TV before the season starts doesn't mean that's all going in his pocket unless he does some hanky panky. With, uh, with right. the banks, that's what he did. For a long time, you'd always say, well, at least he wants to win. And you would say, <laughs> at least he spends on players, right? That was your stance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he well, spent foolishly. Do you still believe at least he wants to win? Uh, well, at this point, his definition of winning Surviving. is, and as Don Van Natta had reported back in October, that when he's walking around his suite saying, the NFL can't F with me, uh, that's what he considers winning. And and now in this reporting in the Washington Post that he's threatening to sue the NFL, the NFL is threatening to sue him. Remember how he used to think he won in free agency. Uh, a, a mediocre player would walk through right. the door looking for a $10 million contract. He'd and give him 20. 13. Right. Yeah, yeah, or even more, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I outspent everybody. I won. Yes, Dan, but you have a salary cap and you spent money on a guy who sucks like Adam Archuleta. So, <laughs> right. Congratulations. Yeah. So did you ever say, and if you didn't, that's fine. I'm just asking because I want to be accurate here. Did you ever say he's a very smart businessman? I don't think I did. Good, because it's pretty clear he is not a smart businessman. Well, and that's and that's the whole way that he got in. Now, the NFL has changed its rules for buying teams. You can't be as leveraged as he was. But I think there was an assumption in 1999, hey, here's a guy who put together a deal and got investors, and he's paying $800 million for a team, 
and he's got the cash to cover. How did he do this? He must be really sharp. He must have a dynamic personality that he can go in and make these business deals happen. And what we found out is, no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Somehow they made it work. You know, I think there's like when I look at it, there's really good businessmen who know how to build a business and grow enormous wealth and run companies. Right. Right. At the bottom of the rung are scammers. They are people that can basically steal money through illegal activity or scams with no shame or compulsion, but they usually eventually get caught. In the middle ground are what I call hustlers, Andy. They're getting their money mostly legitimately, but they don't have any organizational plan for sustaining it or for being able to take it to the next level. They're just brute force hustlers. And that's what Dan Snyder is, a hustler. Well, that's how he made his money. It was called a communications company. But what it was, and at the time, this was this was something you could do to make money. He was uh, changing people's cell phone plans. Without, without their, their knowledge. knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And, Slamming, and they called it. Slamming, I right. believe. Slamming. And he sold the company to a, a French outfit. <laughs> Uh, that had it for like a year and went bankrupt. They, I think they thought they were buying a legitimate business and they found out what it was. Right. The way cell phone plans work now, it's a lot differently than it did then. Uh, but he got his money and he got out. And um, yeah, I mean, there, there's one point in the non Vanetta piece where one of the partners says, uh, you know, we haven't had a board meeting in a few years. Why don't we have one? And he says, I don't need an effing board meeting. Snyder said that? <laughs> yeah, that's in the piece. <laughs> Oh, my this? God. I heard this today. Um, and, and you remember 20 years ago, when we were doing our shows on that old artificial turf field yes. in Ashburn that they put in probably in, you know, 1991 or something like that. For those that don't uh, know, the old Redskin Park used to have two fields, uh, natural it, it grass field. Well, still does. There's, natural grass field and one of the old, old AstroTurf fields from right, the which, 70s and 80s, which was the very short haired, very firm, old, hard field. And you would have thought that they would have torn that out years ago. Right. And what I heard was the cost of tearing it out is something they don't want to spend on. They don't have a, they don't want to spend the money to right. do that. So it just it just it sits out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like like uh you know, like an old rusting Edsel. You know, yeah. Well ridiculous. and that's the thing. And that's why when it came to having an indoor practice bubble which they didn't have as deep as the Shanahan era. I believe year one of Shanahan, which would have been what year? To, uh, 2000 and it was after, no, what is it? Was it, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was, oh, no, ele- it was after Zorn. So it was, it was 11, was, 2011, I want to say. 2010 one year, was the year. 2010. 2010 was his first year. As yep. late as 2010, the Washington Redskins had nowhere to practice indoors right. in the well, national part of it was, football was league. Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs before Zorn, who said, "Ah, oh, there won't be an outdoor, there won't be an indoor facility as long as I'm the coach." Right, and that was that was more '80s mentality, which we you know, practice outside, not knowing yeah. that it's stupid and counterproductive to play yeah. outside when you're going on the road to face a dome team, and it's 30 miles an hour of wind and sideways rain. You're not going to yeah. get much done in that case. Gibbs being, "Ah, oh, we don't need that," but yeah, so he didn't want to build anything unless somebody built it for him. And so he's like, well, fuck it. They'll just practice where they'll go. If they have to do a walkthrough, they'll go to where do they go? 24 hour fitness or something like that. I think they went to an airplane hangar at Dulles. 
absolute embarrassment. So there was that. Also, every time, and I went to Redskins Park to do the radio show with Cooley and Galdi for probably three years, and every time that I came in to the park, I would take note of those fucking goalposts all crooked and faded and looking Mm -hmm. like shit. I'm like, look at these little uh, landscaping lights. Somebody knocked one over and knocked it out of the socket, and it's been laying there for weeks at a time. And I'm thinking, what owner doesn't have his people on top of shit like that where he would be like, why is that light out? God damn it, fix that. You know, we've got standards. He's a cheap fuck who's a bad businessman, and it's all the chickens are coming home to roost. The only question is, though, has he tied up the league enough where they might not be able to make a move on him? No, no, they, they, they're going to make a move and, and they're going to squeeze them financially. And as that debt waiver, which allowed them to borrow $450 million, yeah. that's due in 2028. So 2028? I understand, but, oh. but also... <laughs> they're going to squeeze them out in five he, years? He, he can't hang on. Look, look with, with all that's happened here and the excitement of the fan base that they're finally going to get rid of this guy, can you imagine starting the 2023 season? Hey, come on out, get your season tickets. Can no, I imagine no. it? It's staring us in the face. No, I, I, I disagree. I okay. think this is it. I, I think, I think this is this is going to force his hand, and uh, and the other owners have had enough, and they're they're not going to vote on this because they're not they don't want to do this, but they're gonna they're gonna dangle it out there to the point where he's going to have to go. I, I mean, he how look, it, voluntarily. I, no, no, they've got. It's also funny that they, either they either got, either you vote him out or he goes voluntarily. And if you don't, if right, he doesn't but, go voluntarily, but, they have to vote him out. And I don't think they want to do that. Well, they've got they've they've got uh, Jerry on this. They go, Jerry, take care of your boy here. You know, <laughs> do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Jerry might be like, shit, I could be next. That's what all uh, these billionaires are thinking. Once you once you declare open season on billionaires. Yeah. Who knows who's next? It yeah. becomes like it becomes like the Hunger Games. It could be, but but you know, I mean, Snyder once compared this to the mob. If this was the mob, that yacht would have sunk a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, your prediction on when he sells, how he sells, and who gets the team when it's all said and done? Oh, I think Bezos winds up with the team. You do. Okay. Yeah. Even though reports got... are that Snyder has oh, fenced yeah, him they... out over the Washington Post issue. Okay, but but here's what happens: the the uh, Bezos comes in over the mark where it is now, and maybe as high. I've heard six point three billion, five point five billion, wherever it is. He comes in significantly over the mark, and they go, "Yeah, Dan, this is happening now." And and I, I don't know, I don't know how the how business works, but if you are if you are renting an apartment. Or selling a house, I don't think you could bar somebody from bidding on it, can you? I don't think you can. I don't know how that works. Housing is different than a private sale of a probably, company. probably so, but because housing know. is considered to be a bit of a fundamental right, and they don't want widespread discrimination yeah. in that and everything else. Okay, but what also? What if Bezos partners with Jay Z, who's who's a minority? And, you know, the look of that is not something the league wants either, where they're, uh, you know, it's barring minority ownership. That's not yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. In other commanders news, the Carson Wentz era is over. Oh, God. Oh, God. And uh, I said a year ago when the first, you know, people were asking me, how do you think he's going to be? And I go, look, he's going to play probably 12 out of 17 games. 
And I think I missed that by a few, right? How many games did he play? Oh, yeah. I think he played, uh, let's see, he made, uh, it was two and seven, played nine games, eight yep. games. Eight uh, games, made seven starts. I say he'll probably play 12 games, get hurt. He'll throw three left-handed passes. I think he only threw one. And he will he will be cut at the end of the year. And some people were like, oh, man, come on. It might work, you know. I think possibly. I go, stop it already. Yeah. They they didn't want him in two cities back-to-back years. Are you saying they're wrong and we're right? Wake the fuck well, up. He, he was – and he also he got his last three play callers fired. And right. Turner here, <laughs> Reich in Indy, and then Peterson in Philadelphia. He's toxic. He's toxic, but the state of the team was such that they weren't even willing to wait until the Colts cut him so they wouldn't have to give up any draft picks to that's sign him. Plus, they, they wouldn't have to pick up the contract. dumb they are. Yeah, I know. But, but that's how desperate they are. They knew – that if they didn't see, they were thinking. Oh, they were saying we won't win a bidding war with other yeah. desperate teams for Carson fucking Wentz. Exactly. And they thought, oh, my God, if we don't get him, then we get nobody. And then we can't say to the fan base, hey, we've got, we got a somebody. pro arm now to throw to these great receivers. Curtis Samuel is healthy and Terry McLaurin's a great player. And now we got an NFL arm, not this little noodle <laughs> arm on, on, the, uh, on the plucky little guy who was sleeping on his sister's couch in oh, Taylor Heineke. Oh, God. And then remember when uh, Dan popped his head out for once in public to the uh, commissioner's hearing in the state of Maryland for gambling licenses? Yeah. And they asked him, so, you know, uh, wh- why do you think that your site, FedEx Field, should be a place for gambling? He, he was like, well, we're going to have a lot of fans, excitement. And we finally got a quarterback, he says. We got ourselves a quarterback. Yes. God. <laughs> so so Wentz finished last. Uh, uh, Warren Sharp of Sharp Football Analysis compiled the 24 guys who've thrown 1,000 passes or more since 2000 in the NFL. So there's only 24 quarterbacks who have played enough games to have thrown 1,000 or more passes, right? Mm -hmm. And Carson Wentz is dead last in virtually every category. So therefore, he is like the best, he's the worst decent quarterback ever, or the worst quarterback who's allowed to play a whole lot. Which says something. I mean, it's just it's just nuts. And then this is another crazy number. Ready? Terry McLaurin, wide receiver, Ohio State third rounder. I think he could be a star in this league if he played with somebody good. He has received passes from the following quarterbacks in his four year career. Just four years. Two hundred and one from Taylor Heineke, ninety eight from Dwayne Haskins, Super Sky Point, rest in peace. Fifty-two from Alex Smith, forty-three from Wentz, forty-one from Case Keenum, thirty-one from Kyle Allen, seven from Colt McCoy, six from Sam Howell, and four from Garrett Gilbert. Garrett Ooh, Gilbert. Fa, Andy. What a murderer's row of shit that is. Right, but but when you when you mismanage a team like they have, this is what you get. You know, this is this. Look at the Philadelphia Eagles who discarded Carson Wentz. Mm. They're in the Super Bowl two years later with with a second round pick. And you know what? McLaurin, they know what they're doing. And McLaurin was dumb for re-signing with this team. I know he's like, I want to be here. I like it here. Blah blah blah. Jesus, you anyone who doesn't want to get the fuck out of this organization, that's why people wonder why. Why do you like Kirk Cousins so much? Because he beats yeah. he beats Snyder and Bruce Allen at their game, and he fucking left. That's why I like him. 
Yeah, but but McLaurin was in a situation a little different with wide receivers than quarterbacks. You know, they have a limited limited time in the league, and going into the last year of what was be a rookie deal, if he didn't sign an extension, he would have had no guarantees. And you know, a, a wide receiver's career yeah. may not end on a on a knee injury, but it can be significantly <laughs> altered. And there there was it was it was a guaranteed money here. Andy, and look, Andy, look, he, he could be traded too. Get out. It's like poltergeist. Get out. Yes, you could look at it. Heineke, Haskins, Smith, Wentz, Keenum, Alan McCoy, Howell, Uh, Gilbert. I understand. I understand. But there's also the difference of generational wealth, which you could get in one stroke of the pen. Okay, question. What's generational wealth? Well, he got, I understand, over $70 million guaranteed. That, to me, is generational wealth. He did? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I guess so. Where would you put the line at generational wealth? Uh, for me, well, <laughs> or, or for, or for no, both, or for both. as no, as a accepted common term, what would be considered generational wealth? Uh, I would say anything ten million, than, maybe more than that. For because your generation means you're taking care of your whole family and right. everything. Might might be twenty million. Might All be. Right. I don't know. Do you believe it's a good thing to set up your kids, kids, kids for life, or is it a bad thing? It, it's not you don't want to do it so that when they turn 18 <laughs> they don't never have to work again but, but that's you, but that's what but that's exactly what it is but but you can also set up you know you know in a way that they don't collect it all at once and they have the opportunity to do some good things with it too if they want to you know charity or something <laughs> like that I'm well, sure, look, yeah. trust fund kids charity I, it's, it's, but but it's options. Like a lot of people, when they're getting ready to send their kids to college and they figure out how to do it, if that money is there to just write a check and send them, that's not a bad thing. I, I think other than paying for their college, that's all I would want to do. Because okay. you're but, you're literally robbing your kids and your kids' kids from the essentials of learning how to live. Uh, understood, but work do you know what? and to you save know? and to build all these qualities. Uh, and, 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 and there are wealthy people that like Warren Buffett, whose, whose kids inherited very little money. Good. They, they, he was smart. They, and you know what? Yeah, they, it's not like the kids of these superstar athletes are going to starve. You know, no, they're not. But, but an opportunity to have this kind of money. If your if your parents get sick, you know, 24 hour care is very expensive. You know, I've, I'm I going know. through a little bit of this myself with my father who's 94. I can see where if you don't have this kind of money, it's it's a real, a real problem. Yeah, I hear you. OK, make March Madness a moneymaker with my bookie. Getting started is easy. Visit my bookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the hundred and fifty thousand dollar my bookie madness bracket contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. If 2024 is the year you're jetting off to a new country or even just want to expand your language skills beyond English, then I urge you to check out 
Rosetta Stone today. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years. Why? Because it works. Instead of drilling vocabulary words, with Rosetta Stone, you learn by matching audio from native speakers to visuals, reading stories, participating in dialogues, and other practical language skills that fast-track your ability to communicate fluently. Not only is it a more effective way to learn, it's more fun. Rosetta Stone's advanced voice recognition technology gives you feedback on how well you pronounce words. Other language learning apps use speech recognition to detect what you said. Rosetta Stone tells you how well you said it. Rosetta Stone offers 25 languages with lessons available on your computer, phone, or tablet. And with a lifetime membership, you get forever access to all the lessons for all the languages and never pay a renewal fee. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, ZabeCast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, Let's see. That's it on the commander's front. Let's move on. Pitch clock, Andy. Let's go. Love it. You love, love it. it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I haven't seen enough, you know, little bits and pieces here, here and there. But when the reports come in that the games are two thirty-eight, bingo. Sign me up. And what uh, is your ideal length of a baseball game? Ideal length of a baseball game is probably about two hours and fifteen minutes. Two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Not two thirty. Not two forty-five. Not three. No, I mean, look. Okay, uh, ideal uh, length of a football game, three hours? Three hours. Okay, ideal length of a basketball game? Two hours. Okay, ideal length of a hockey game? Not going. 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Watch the highlights. 15 15 minutes minutes for me to shut the curtains of my backdoor blinds if they were playing an outdoor (laughs) classic in my yard. Ding. No, I mean, look, if, if it's the Stanley Cup finals and the Capitals are in it, yes, I'm watching. Otherwise, not much. Ideal length for a dinner with friends. Depends on the friends. Well, okay, let's say they're good friends. What's your ideal length? Sometimes if it goes a couple hours, that's pretty good. Two hours or more? Yeah, if it's if it's if it's the right group of people, if if it's people I can't stand and I want to get away from and 
we, I think we once had a dinner with, with a boss who told us our, our agents both sucked and things like that. I wanted that one to end as soon as possible. <laughs> I loved it when our big boss, Bennett Zier, in this very surreal dinner in which they tried to get us both to fire our agents. Yeah. Uh, when Bennett Zier in this meeting says to me, you're from Cincinnati, aren't you, Zabe? <laughs> And I thought to myself, no, you fucking moron. You obviously don't listen to the show to know my joke about being from the mean streets of McLean, that I'm a D.C. native. I grew up a Redskin fan like everything else. And you didn't do the basic fucking homework for the meeting. What a fucking stooge, this guy. That's radio for you. And this was the top of the company. Right. So that, that was allegedly with friends. I mean, the program okay. director, I think, I think we an had hour, differences with, but we were friends with him. Exactly. I think an hour and a half is the ideal length yeah. for a dinner. Hour and a okay. half with friends, a good dinner, hour and a half. Okay. Uh, ideal length for lovemaking. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, right. is it with somebody I like or not? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the... Uh, what's and the define, define the start and finish of it. Is it from the first <laughs> button on the blouse coming off? <laughs> It's usually not as long as that particular person right. might like it. Right, yeah. right, right. How much action is really there? Well, uh, where do you think this is going with the pitch clock? I, I, th- I actually think some of the games are going too fast. Like there was an Astros game that was two hours and nine minutes. And Good. I'm like, eh, you're not, you know. now all of a sudden the bag of chips is kind of light. Okay, but the, the famous uh, World Series Game 7, Bill Mazarowski walk-off homer bottom of the ninth inning uh, was a 10-9 game, and it was played in like two hours and 20 minutes. A World Series game. Yeah, so, okay, but you're you going know. way back. You know, right, what, well, you know what somebody said, and this is the funniest thing I heard? I said, they said, well, you know, if the games are that short, then you actually have to pay attention to them. But, <laughs> and I'm but, like, but yeah, wait a minute. This, Why are but, you going but, to the game otherwise? But but I, I sense the satisfaction from someone who created the ale theory. I know. Which was which was made specifically for baseball, right? No. Well, Andy, you, you once understand. left. You, I understand you, you once you, left a one one game in the eighth inning. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> not only did so I now, leave not only did I leave that game early, I left the NBA All Star game early when it was played yeah. in DC. When right. they were playing for home court advantage, and when Allen Iverson and Dikembe Mutombo were not on the same team yet, this is 2002, One. I want to believe. One. One. 2001. 2001 yeah. NBA All-Star Game had seats on the floor, thanks to John Thompson. Mm-hmm. I left in the third quarter. How about that? I left yeah. a Super Bowl at halftime in Atlanta. It was probably one of the worst ones in recent memory. That was the Rams and the Patriots, the 10-7 game or 10-3 game. The Rams and the Patriots in, in, in with the Brady's first Super Bowl? No, no. Rams and Patriots with McVeigh in oh, Atlanta. McVay. Okay, yeah. Oh, the, the, the LA that was one. 10-3, yes. I believe. No, it was, in, it was in Atlanta, and it was Rams and Patriots. Oh, and, the Patriots okay. and the Patriots won like 10-3. to 3. Okay, yeah. So you left that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's your choice, but but I, I can't believe you're chafing at the idea of shorter baseball games. Yeah, because it's a the, the, the pitch clock is an existential threat to my ale theory. If the games oh. are already quick and short, then why ale? 
Oh, that's true. But well, it's to beat the traffic. I know it is to beat the traffic. Traffic. And by the way, I'm just kidding. I do love the pitch clock. Did you see the viral video from Rob Friedman, aka Pitching Ninja, in which he did a side by side video of Landon Knack in spring training this year through an entire half inning in the same amount of time as Dodger pitcher Pedro Baez threw a single pitch to a wow. Cubs player last year. Did you see that? No, I did not. But that's that's a more more indication. A minute, a minute fifty one, and because of all the step offs and step outs and mm-hmm. calling time, they it's incredible to watch unedited. A whole inning goes by one, two, three, and we're done in the time of one pitch last year by uh, Pedro Baez. Yeah. I heard an interesting suggestion by Dan Patrick on this too that you ban batting gloves with straps. Now, that's changed now that you can only call one timeout. But, so you can't uh, adjust them. Yeah, no, no, more Gar- the no more Garcia Parra rule where he's <laughs> stepping out on every pitch adjusting the straps. No straps. Use elastic or don't use them at all. Well, I think it should just be forget the whole batters have to be in by a certain time to allow the pitchers to get ready. It should just literally be a pitch clock for the pitchers in that as fast as they can pitch – that's their advantage, yeah. you know, and so the batters have to stay in there and be ready. How about this? How about the uh, the, the the clock like in chess? You know, when you make a move, right. you hit the button, right. you stop so you the s- clock. Right, so you <laughs> save your time. Uh, that would be fine as well Yeah, if they well, did it. Might... Speaking of changing rules, have you seen the NBA is considering changing the overtime scoring rule in playoff games in which they'll play to a set number instead of with a clock, it's also called the Elam ending over some nerd who invented it. And it's been used in the All-Star game before, but now they're thinking about doing that for the actual playoffs. Your Why? thoughts? Why? Because they say, well, it'll it'll cut down on these marathon games that take oh, minutes. In, yeah. in the playoffs? I, 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 play, did you say playoffs? <laughs> they've, they've, turned, they've turned the All-Star game into a complete joke. Yeah, let me get let me get you to talk about that. By the way, I want to. I've not talked to you about that since. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they allowed the players in the NFL to kill the Pro Bowl. Okay, so that's fine. And now it's a touch football game, and people are still watching. They drew six point two million people for that touch football game that the Manning's coach. Now the All Star game is. You know, Mike Malone, the coach of of Denver, said it was the worst basketball game ever played. And he wasn't right. He wasn't wrong, I should say. He wasn't wrong. It's ridiculous. It's, 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 you know, you say to the players, okay, you don't want to be here. You want to be in Cabo and you're elected to the game. You don't want to play. So we're just going to do away with it. Um, you know, it's supposed to be a showcase for the NBA. It's a showcase of guys that show they don't give a damn. Yeah, it's a, neg- it's a negative showcase. It is yeah. extremely toxic to the NBA brand. And I think that Silver and other NBA types only talk to their fellow NBA nerds mm-hmm. so they don't see it as seriously. You got to get outside of that bubble, talk to a more casual sports fan or somebody who's chosen to mostly watch the NFL and maybe one other sport, and they see the NBA All-Star game and they spit absolute venom out of their mouth like ridiculous yeah i mean it's it's at the point now with this load management stuff that you you got players entire almost entire teams sitting out games as it is and you know the league was built on the shoulders of you know guys who would go into the training room and they drain you know 40 cc's of fluid out of their knee they tape it up and they go out and they play 
uh, on sneakers that now teenage girls wear as a fashion statement on floors that were built on top of concrete. And, and now we're and now we're coddling these guys, you know, making this kind of money and they make their own teams. I mean, Adam Silver has totally turned the league over to the players. Completely and the, to and the, the players. And the players are fucking ruining it. Of course. Why, why would they? They're only there for a short time. You're going to get what they can. Get the bag and say fuck you to everyone else. How come there's exactly. no how come there's no load management in hockey? Yeah, that's another thing. And, and, and they're not on the ice as long. The shifts are shorter, but they beat the crap out of each other. Yes. They knock out teeth. They, they yes. get stitches and, and they come back. Alex Ovechkin, uh, aside from the death of his father, uh, where he missed a week, had missed a total of 48 games in 18 years with the Capitals. That's Unbelievable. incredible. 48 yeah. games in 18 years. Yeah. All right. Andy, a pleasure as always, my friend. We will chat next week. Thank you. All right, Dave. Take care. Make March Madness a moneymaker with MyBookie. Getting started is easy. Visit MyBookie online and use promo code ZABE to receive a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Grab your extra funds now and for a limited time, claim a free entry into the $150,000 MyBookie Madness Bracket Contest for a chance at the big money. If you're the type of guy who likes to fill out multiple brackets to get an advantage, you can do that too. The price of entry is less than an Uber, all for a shot at life-changing amounts of moolah. With so many brands to choose from, you need a platform that makes it simple to bet and simple to win and simple to get paid, like MyBookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.